Fit for Life Radio, episode number 179. Your hosts, Gary here. With the most, Will. And Will. And we, uh, we have a special guest today, a client of ours at Coastal Strength and Fitness, Miss Lindsay Spires. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. I know. We've been meaning to get more clients on to share, share their stories and... Um, the hard part's logistics, but luckily you found some time in your schedule. Absolutely. And what we want to talk about and share with everyone is just kind of, yeah, general stuff. You know, a lot of times, um, you know, we have pro athletes like Ben Lingle on, <laughs> <laughs> on last week, pro uh, Frisbee golfer throwers. Pro. Oh, man. <laughs> but even more professional is Lindsay. She has been coming to the gym, a coastal strength and fitness, our training bad? gym. I just celebrated my four-year gymversary. Four, four years. years. Four years. Yeah. And even more specifically, what uh, brought you to our attention was Kristen pointed out, you know, we started that frequent sweater club. Mm-hmm. So at the gym, there's a board every month for everyone that makes it 12 times in the month or more. So that's an average of three times a week. Gets on the frequent sweater board. And Lindsay has been on there, I think, basically every time since we had it, which was now in like two years, so 24 mm-hmm. months straight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which then, that's awesome. And I think we have a handful of others. But yeah. with you, and this is some of the stuff we'll dive into, I know, two, one, you're a mom. Yes. You also work. Mm-hmm. And number three, you don't live that close to the gym either. <laughs> I do not. I do not. I live in the bustling city of Carrollton. Yeah, so Carrollton. So you're even, that's like past Smithfield, right? Yeah, so when you go across the James River Bridge, you can uh, keep going straight or you can bear off to the right. That'll mm-hmm. take you into the town of Smithfield, but I live in Carrollton. So it's probably about five mm-hmm. miles off the James River Bridge, but I work in Hampton. So that's yeah. what Helps. helped me get. Uh, into mm-hmm. the gym where you guys are. Yeah, it's yeah. Like over so it makes sense to hit it yeah. exactly. on the way home or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But even then, you know, and I've, I've, I've been there. I had, at one point, I lived in Newport News, and I was working in, out in Great Bridge, Chesapeake. Mm-hmm. And, man, when you get off work, and you, especially, you know, you've been there for eight, nine hours, you want to go home, right? It's Absolutely. very easy. Mm-hmm. So, so even if now the gym is kind of closer there, the fact that your home's further away, you know you have that commute. It's easy to talk yourself out of it. Um, so yeah. what I'm interested in is, sh- and then and then with that again, like then you've been so consistent. So obviously you have valued it. You've prioritized it. What has it always been like that for you before Coastal? What was, where was your f- fitness? Like, were you working out at a gym or doing things on your own? Or yeah, just kind of, I'm no. interested in that. So, I joined Coastal, like I said, about four years ago, and that was just because I had a coworker who was a member, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> she lived over here in Newport News, and she raved about the gym, the workouts were planned, and all that kind of stuff, and prior to coming, I had kind of jumped around a little bit. I'd done, like you said, the big box gyms, um, and that was great, but I didn't really have anybody that I would like go with. It wasn't like I had a workout buddy and we went and we did it all Mm -hmm. the time and I didn't have anybody making the workouts for me either. So combine those kind of things. And I was not very consistent, um, at all Mm -hmm. with that. And when she recommended this, I just thought, okay, well, you know what? It's not too far from my work. She goes, 
I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah. So I joined in June of 2019, and at the time we didn't really have the frequent sweater board or anything, mm-hmm. so it was kind of just like coming and coming with a friend and that kind of thing. Um, but I didn't always hit the 12 times. Yep. Then fast forward, we went through COVID. So we weren't even really actually actively going to the gym. We were doing the workouts mm-hmm. at home and what, what whatnot. Yeah, we had to close for two months. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long two months. It, it was a long two months. <laughs> I did, you know, the workouts at home. And then um, coming back, then you started coming, you know, a couple times a week. But I still wouldn't always hit mm-hmm. the 12. And uh, into 2021, then I knew that I was close to hitting the 250. Mm-hmm. So I prioritized like, okay, if that's 250 total visits, right? Correct. Correct. So I was like, okay, if I come 12 times a month, every month for like the last four (laughs) Mm -hmm. months of the year, I'm going to hit it. That's my goal. Ah. I'm going to hit it. That little carrot. I know. The dangling carrot got you. Yes. Yeah. The t-shirt, man. (laughs) It's all about the t-shirt. It's so funny. It's funny that little (laughs) stuff like the board and the t-shirt, how it does leverage people. It does entice you. You know, it makes you realize sometimes fine. I I don't want to like, like. The word silly can be meant to, to be taken a lot of ways, but it's funny. Kind of like find some things that could seem like silly things to motivate you, mm-hmm. and they can really leverage you they forward. They matter. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, living in Carrollton, I know that they're, they're over there. There's just like a 24-hour gym, right? There anytime is. Fitness. There, yes. There is anytime yeah. fitness that is, oh, gosh, mm-hmm. that's probably like five minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. But, again, like if I would have to come up with the workouts myself. Yeah. I don't know that they would always be as beneficial as you guys have already created them. Yeah. And, you know, like I don't have to focus on mm-hmm. like well, today's leg day or, you know, today's this. They're yeah. just already created. And the combination that you create – works mm-hmm. so i just enjoy that is any time is that the only gym over there yeah, there's yeah. a planet fitness now that's is there a planet Ooh. fitness like out in Ooh, but no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah i think there is yeah. i think yeah <laughs> yeah getting big time over there it's funny like but a lot of people that live in like a smaller town yeah. like mm-hmm. that versus like newport news or norfolk or something yeah. like that there's not a lot of options yeah well actually that's now where planet fitness because they kind of opened in cities you know like b it's called b markets kind of like uh not like big cities but you know kind of not miami but but then they realized um the rural areas had nothing and once they figured out their business they started popping open in all the rural areas and i actually know the owner of the anytime fitness out in Carrollton. he also there's he owns three of them like one in Carrollton, york county and smith and hampton and yeah, before the Planet Fitness, he was it was it was pretty pretty straightforward for him, and the Planet Fitness, you know, changed things yeah, a lot. Yeah, that takes but, a chunk out of you. But again, then where you know most people though go to the gyms like that and end up not using them, you know. So mm-hmm. then that's where you have training gyms like us, and um, you know, there's a bunch of franchises now. And, you know, that extra accountability and really helps in having that social element and aspect, and then just in general too, like how, now where do you find kind of in your life how do you like having that place it's like so you have home you have work and then you have the gym mm-hmm. you know it, kind of to where you can go that's what you do it's not there's no distraction there's right. nothing else to do how's right. that kind of settled into you know it's kind of just like a routine mm-hmm. so i will either i mean i know that i have to do 12 mm-hmm. and i know that like in some way, shape, or form mm-hmm. for the month, that's how you have to do it. So maybe it means that I have to come in the morning. Most of the time I go in the afternoon. So it mm-hmm. really is just a routine of like I get up, I go to work, then I go to the gym, and then I come home. Mm-hmm. And that's just the routine that it is. Mm-hmm. Some days if 
I go in the morning, then it, the routine is off a little bit, but I do come in the morning sometimes and then go to work. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of just a routine. When I am not on a day when I would not go to the gym in the afternoon, it's weird to like just leave work and come home. Like, <laughs> yeah. What am I supposed oh, to do at uh, this time? Right, exactly. Yeah. So I, it's just the routine for me. It's just what I yeah. do. Yeah, she's very like extremely routine. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. And one thing I think is cool to point out is, you, for one, we're celebrating you a, you know, coming three times a week and all that. But also, you haven't always been able to do that. And I think that's one thing for people to realize. Like, in the beginning, you're coming when you can, maybe not always three times a week, maybe on average two times a week. If you were like, oh, I can't make it as many as I want, I might as well go none, you never get to that point where you really establish a perfect routine for yourself. And it's okay to do a little um, because that gets you closer to where yeah, you, it gets where, you in where the you door. Be. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Because so, we see so many people who are like, if I can't do X, then I'm, I'm just not going to bother, you know? Yeah, I've never really thought about it in those terms. <laughs> I've never been able, like, before I was able to hit 12 every time, then it was kind of just like a come, come when you can. Yeah. If I can get in two days a week, that's good. Because yeah. previous to that, I wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I can just get in a little bit, that's better than where I yeah. was. Yep. And that's and a good mindset to have. Mm-hmm. It was just a build, building and building and building. But before I really started, I know like the month prior to hitting the 12 every time, I remember checking and it was like I had gotten only 11. I'm like, man, <laughs> like, come on. Like, th- I know there was one day that I could have gone and mm-hmm. I just didn't yeah. go. And so I'm like, no, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm, I really got to get yeah. 12, however you can get it. And yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes it's not, there might be a day, a week where I can go like on a Monday, but then I can't go the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. And then I might have to jam into on or, Saturday yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. But I try yeah. to make it, you know, work. Yeah for the whole thing. And, and I kind of try to check myself a little bit like in the middle of the month. Okay, like we're at, you know, June 15th. Mm-hmm. Have I come about five times? Because yeah. if you haven't come about half of what you need, yeah, you're really yeah. going to struggle the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to be sore. Yeah. yeah. I remember <laughs> you had one of those weeks where it was like, this is it. I had one of those weeks back yeah. in April. And I, I told you family. like, yeah, you got to take mm-hmm. your days up and down a little bit so you're not right. Cause by killing the end yourself. Because at the end of the week, <laughs> yeah. You might be on the struggle bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that, that speaks to like not every week's going to be perfect. It's and not. it's more the consistency over time mm-hmm. that that right. plays into. And that, you know, not every week you're going to get exactly three days, you know. But as long as you're shooting for that. And, hey, that's why we do mm-hmm. 12 a month because it does allow for a lot of variation. And then you're still keeping that habit alive even if you had to, mm-hmm. you know, cobble it together a little bit compared yeah. to what your normal routine is. Um, because that allows you to keep your momentum, mm-hmm. yeah. as is noted by, what, mm-hmm. 20, 24 months? Yeah. yeah it's something like that. And you notice how you always, you kind of plan, you're thinking ahead. Uh, that's key, you know? I, yeah, I do. I try to think about, like, okay, in my mind, I'm a weekly planner. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, okay, well, my goal is, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But if Monday doesn't work, then I got to do, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday mm-hmm. or something. There's always kind of, like, that backup plan of, mm-hmm. like, if this something happens on this day, no worries. Mm-hmm. We'll get it in that day. But that could even be said for if you can't make it three times a week. Can yeah. you make it the two? You know, mm-hmm. if something doesn't happen, you're planning Tuesday, Thursday. You can't go Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Can you do a Thursday, Friday or something to get two in for the week? Yeah. So I try to have that backup plan there. And if, you know, this doesn't work, then let's try this mm-hmm. for the next week or something like yeah. that. And that's actually, you know, a couple of years ago, we switched to the more full body workouts so, so that we could 
because ultimately we want people to be able to come. If you can come two days a week, that's great. Like you're, you're still killing get a lot them. of the main benefits, but um, that way now there's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. You if you could only come Monday or Wednesday, or then you can make it like Wednesday and Friday. You're gonna get everything that you you need right. versus if it's a s- kind of split up you could miss leg day and if you don't make it that day you get no leg stuff yep, that's right. it the, rest like the of the week, week right that so, was that was like the best change yeah we made. realized Ooh. it what it was a great setup if you're someone who can come x, x amount of times every single time in this perfect kind of schedule yeah, it was almost more days. like making it for like this i the, the an ideal person yeah right? the benefit of people who come five days a week right whereas we we switched it and now like yeah, people are busier. They might not be able to make us make it a certain day, and um, so that's cool to hear too. Because then someone in your situation, which is most of our clients, yeah, um, it it works out in your your benefit. Yeah, like it's you're so. still getting your minimum in, and yeah. it's cool, right? Yeah. And I I really like that Thursdays because Thursdays yeah, used to make, not so Thursdays be, like a makeup day. Right, open Thursdays gym. used to be more like a Tuesday where there was still like the set like cardio circuits, right, yeah. and like slow and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I like the the fact that it's an open gym. Mm-hmm. So if you miss, you're somebody who really likes the a, Monday, Wednesday. Yeah, or you miss a certain exercise you, we did. That, right. Yeah. Then you can tailor that to have whatever you want to do mm-hmm. and you're yeah. still getting your your time in there, your but maybe you're making up, yeah. making up something yeah. that you weren't able to do. Yeah, it works good. Day. And then if pe- pe- it is someone who comes all the time, you ideally you, you don't want to work out five days in a row at a certain intensity. So right. then they can just take it as a, e- they like to come to the gym, like you said, cause it's habit. And then, but then they can do some light cardio yep. or, or whatever. Right. So, Tailor it to whatever um, it is that you might exactly. be working on something. Yeah. It works in do. that regard. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. So one thing I want to touch on is now in a lot of times, and this, this is understandable. People will, you know, we, we, yeah, we have our obstacles and roadblocks and it's easy to, um, put constraints on ourself. One thing I like to do in every realm is all I need is one, if one person is doing something under certain circumstances, then I'm like, I can, I can do it. I can figure yeah, it out. Yeah, it's right? possible. So a lot of times people do have a lot going on and it's like it, doing even one day a week seems daunting. So for you, you know, I know, you know, you, you know, like we talked about, you, you work and you got a decent commute mm-hmm. and then you, have kids and they are also extremely active in sports and stuff and i know uh, specifically softball which anyone listening you know how softball baseball i mean all the sports now are on people's time and also you know personally you're a type 1 diabetic Mm -hmm. which before my wife was diagnosed with that wouldn't have meant much to me but now i see firsthand the oh the just constant it's like a stranglehold you know i yeah, mean you take so much for granted you just man. eat you, you just eat and move on whereas literally you have to monitor this all the time so mm-hmm. you know mentally it's like um pressure i, I just imagine some pressure leaning into you at all all times yeah. right and yeah you, yeah i know i would probably crack from that and not be able to do nothing so um yeah so for you for me um you know see knowing your consistency and, and how you are and then knowing all these elements it, it's it's impressive. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I have two daughters. So Allison is almost 15 and Avery is 11. And both of them um, play travel softball. So what that means for our family is that they play tournament style softball. Mm-hmm. They usually have practice uh, two to three times a week. And then weekends usually starting, they play year round. Mm-hmm. So in the fall, they will have 
probably six or seven tournaments. And then starting in like March, April, then they play tournament style from March till July. Then they have a little little break in August. But yeah, they they have their times when they have practices and stuff like that. But I have a really supportive family. Mm -hmm. So my husband, we will coordinate like who picks up, Mm -hmm. you know, when so that I can go to the gym. So again, that's what we said. Like if, if it's a time where I need to pick them up or whatnot, then I will have to coordinate either coming in the morning Mm -hmm. or maybe it's a, you got to come on a Thursday or something like that. So we try to work that out. And, um, also my mom lives here and she's super helpful, like picking them up or commuting them. So supportive family is, is also very key. It's a, it's a huge factor. Um, and I'm just fortunate that they're they know that this is like my this is what I'm going to do this yeah. is what I have to do to maintain health and mm-hmm. you know I also I love it I, I enjoy it yeah. it's not something that I'm like oh my god I gotta go to the, yeah, yeah I, I have to go I, I really enjoy it it's mm-hmm. just that time that's like just me like my yeah. kids know do not call mom when she's <laughs> at the gym she's not going to answer the phone so please yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. good though like it's, it's good know. to have a boundary because it is your time and I think Right. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times people, it. yeah, people don't prioritize their own time, um, and that doesn't allow them to be consistent yeah. and enjoy the time and, and all of that. So yeah. that's I'm glad that you do that. Yeah, I, I tell them like you know, because I'm usually an afternoon. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm four forty-five. Yep. So four forty-five to five thirty. Do not call me. <laughs> you will not yeah. receive a response yep. if you call. I probably will not answer. So that's just my time. They know that. And I try Mm -hmm. to like really stick to that. And then um, health wise. Yeah. So I have other like, you know, health conditions and whatnot. So I essentially got diabetes because I have cystic fibrosis. Mm -hmm. So that for for those people who don't really know, it's like genetic disease. And it is a defect in one of the genes so that the chloride channel of your cells doesn't really work very mm-hmm. well. And so if your cells can't exchange salt and, and sodium and chloride, yeah. then you build up like um, thick, sticky mucus. And so mm-hmm. that can affect multiple different organ systems. So it can affect your lungs where you get mm-hmm. like um, exacerbations. Mm-hmm. It can affect your pancreas. It can affect your intestines. So you don't absorb yeah. nutrients and things very well. And that's what happened to you. Is it affected your pancreas? Right. Exactly. So it, it affects for me, it really affects more like my lungs and my pancreas. So when I was younger and up into my early twenties, I was what they called pancreatic sufficient. So I produced insulin and and all that kind of stuff and I my body worked pretty much like everybody else's but over time with infections and other stuff then it just did not work anymore and so the treatment for that because like you said it's almost like type 1 diabetes I had to take insulin so Mm -hmm. I started taking insulin um, in my mid-20s and that's what I still do now so yeah I have a course a little bit longer experience than your wife but it can be very frustrating i mean there's times Mm -hmm. when you come and you work out really hard i'm like oh my gosh i need like candy like Mm -hmm. i'm working out really hard and Mm -hmm. getting low and stuff like that so it can be definitely like a mental thing Mm -hmm. or like you know i i ate this last week and this is what happened with my blood sugar, but then I ate it again this week, and, and it didn't Different. follow the same yeah. pattern. It's always and it, something it, it to can, chase yeah. and it can about. chase, and you ha- changes and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, those can certainly be barriers. So I understand from the health perspective mm-hmm. of, you know, coming to the yeah. gym and wanting to 
change your lifestyle to impact your health and other things like that. Yeah. So that's, you know, a really important thing as well. So it can fluctuate at different times. Sometimes things are always on an even keel. Mm -hmm. And then there's other times, especially like for me, for like illnesses and stuff can run high and that can be like frustrating and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I've run the gamut with that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the body on a cellular level yes. is so fascinating. It's there's crazy, so, man. So much, like you think about that and the, yeah, at, at all times, like, you know, things are exchanging in and out of cells and, and all that. That's why we talk, when we talk about with uh, fluc weight fluctuations, yeah. you know, and pe like pe so much you going have to on. realize like it, you know, and, and I think a lot of times people will think of like, they think of water weight or these fluctuations with water is like, because uh, it makes the scale go up temporarily as a bad thing, but it's not like you need, you want that hydration yeah. and, and it's you moving, could be, right. could be it's, moving it's in, into cool. your cells and your muscles and all this. And yeah, if you don't have those things going on, like in your circumstance, it leads to problems, right? Yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, people, it's complicated. Don't try to understand it. That's no, why kind of it. like with your workouts, right? Yeah. The day to day could end up being messy on when you make it in, or out of the gym, but then when you step back and look at the month, yeah. you made it in, right? So mm -hmm. same thing with weight loss and monitoring your body composition. You got to really look more at trends in the bigger picture and not get too emotional with like the day-to-day -day stuff. Um, so and it's it's cool to see like that from a macro view. Mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. ultimately why you've been able to be successful, right? You yep. do have a yep. lot of day-to-day -day craziness and and factors, and but then when you basically prioritize it, commit it to it. Um, and you see where then you leverage even things like, Ooh, like I want to make this board. Right. So yeah. that took you maybe from consistently going from 10, which is great to 12. 12 yeah. And in and, and most days it could literally be as simple as like in your mind, it's almost, you've almost gamified it. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah. I and it's it like super a beneficial. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, did, yeah. and it takes stuff like that, you know? And, and I mean, we, we do that a lot. I do that with my training, you mm -hmm. know, it's, I've been consistently working out for 18 years, so there's only so much you can do, right? right. It's not going to be... But, Nothing's going to drastically but, change. You know, <laughs> tracking my exercises and trying to get one or two more reps here or there, yeah. you know, that can kind of play little games with your brain to make it interesting, mm -hmm. and you kind of have to find find those little that's, things. That's what happens at a certain point. Like, if you train mm -hmm. long enough, you're only going to improve yeah. so much, yeah. you know? And then you have to take little small wins, and sometimes mm -hmm. it's, oh, I just did that better yeah. than I used to, or I got one more rep, and that's cool. Yeah. That's fine, and mm -hmm. it's, it's a healthy mindset to have. Yep. Um, and it does make you feel, like, super successful. If you just get one more from the previous yeah. week at the same weight, yeah. like... Yeah, and, that, yeah. and part of that, too, is your expectation. You know, if you're expecting, like, oh, I didn't go up 15 pounds... Well, mm -hmm. that was kind of a not a good expectation to have, but you got one more rep, two more reps, and that ends up working out yeah. really well. Let's talk about that. That's a that's a um, something we're always trying to overcome, and it's getting better. So, for the most part in the fitness world, especially when you go back to like the '90s um, and before, uh, resistance training, weight training was kind of seen as like just for like you know arnold schwarzenegger yeah, and for bodybuilding that you know and, and yeah that yeah <laughs> yeah exit for bulking up and ladies were supposed to like just do jazz or so they can tone it's a tone right so oh i don't i don't want to bulk up so i don't need to lift weights right and obviously a thing about our program is that um you know that's kind of the base of it because as we age we're actually learning no that's important otherwise you're just losing this for decades and decades and then you end up with no muscle, and you're no frail and weak old. bones and yeah. all those problems, right? So was how about for you? Was that 
something you had to overcome or were you pretty much just like, I'll do whatever? Or like, do you enjoy resistance training now that you kind of understand it? I do. I've done different things throughout my life as far as like exercise goes. So like my children, I played softball. Mm -hmm. I played in college. We did a lot of like strength training at Mm -hmm. that time. After I got out of college, I still did that a little bit. Then I had some friends that did a lot of cardio, like running. Mm -hmm. So I got into that. And that was just not my thing at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. It's either like, it's either your thing or it's not. It is not my thing (laughs) at all. I remember like, they were like, we should sign up for this half marathon. I'm like, are you you sure? (laughs) The whole time I'm like, is there a pothole? Can I trip? Can I just twist my ankle? I know we're at mile three. We got like 10 to go. Eight weeks of rehab. I can't do this anymore. But, um, that, you know, was just not, it wasn't my jam. I didn't really like it. I did it, you know, just because of like, you know, friendship. And you probably committed to it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And you commit to it, but that just wasn't my thing. So I just really enjoy like the strength training. I like the little built in cardio too. Mm -hmm. I don't mind doing some cardio, but you don't have to think about it. I don't want to have to run like five miles or something like that. That's just not my thing. So I enjoy the strength training. It like challenges me, but like you said, Mm -hmm. you kind of make it a game a little bit. Like I just want to lift a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I just want to do another rep or something like that. So that is what I enjoy, but not really like long, Mm -hmm. long sessions of cardio walking. I I love, Mm -hmm. you know, a good walk. I have a dog. I love taking her for a walk, but um, not. Yeah. The, do you, the do you build walking in every day? Do you walk most days? I try to walk every day. With the challenge that we recently did, that was my main focus because I don't always yeah. do that. Um, but I've gotten like my coworkers now. We're starting to walk, even if it's just for twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Like yes. we walk around the building cool. like two times. So I was pretty consistent getting because. Prior to that, I would get maybe four to six thousand mm-hmm. steps a day, but I really tried to prioritize hitting like ten thousand, yeah. cool. and um, that was pretty successful. Who knew if you cut the grass, yeah. you mm, can yeah. bang out some steps with it, that. Yeah, yeah it's the a grass. Lot. Like, you know what I realized like, when I talk on the phone? You walk. I pace. Like yeah, you, you, hey, you don't how, think hey, about how it. How many steps do you get on an average phone call? Well, so, hey, so an average phone call of them is like an hour. Yeah, so. it's an hour. So <laughs> if um. I can Mo- tell it from some of the videos. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, let me take this video in my backyard. I'm like, yeah. I saw I all the walking. elements of your backyard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, and I don't even realize I do it. It's I'm just a pacer, I guess. I do the same thing. So like, if I'm not outside, the he'll like he'll call, and I I probably walk up and down my hallway because we have we live in a townhouse, so it's literally like our house is basically a hallway. Yeah. And so I'll walk up like probably like 200 times mm-hmm. on a phone call, <laughs> just wearing. I'll, I'll look at my steps the next day, and normally, yeah, if I don't purposely go on walks i can mm-hmm. be between two and five and then when i'm okay let me make sure i go on a walk or two then i can get that six to eight and then normally try to be at eight but then i'll look and i'm like how did i, I didn't how did i get fifteen thousand steps yesterday and he called me <laughs> and diego there it is so th- yeah that's do, do you up. see like a spike on your graph yeah. and you're like damn yeah. what was i doing in that the 20 minutes so yeah we're we're lucky i guess um, when you're coaching coaching yeah, yeah that that's not a hard thing. Now, days that I don't coach, I have to try harder like that. Like, I have to really – it'll be, like, 2 o'clock, and I'm like, I only have 4,000 mm-hmm. steps today. Whereas, if I coach, I'll leave the gym with, like, 18,000, 20,000 yeah. steps. Like, it's not an issue. So, yeah, when you have to purposefully, like, build it in, it is harder to throw into the routine. Yeah. But 
But like you said, 20 minutes. 10 yeah, minutes. I mean, we yeah. just outside, we know that one lap around the building will be half a mile. We can do that in about 10 minutes. Oh, nice. And then go, a, if we can, go a second one. But even if I get the, you know, the one lap around for it's, 10 minutes, it's, a half it's mile better you than, just like, walk. it's better than nothing at all. Yeah. So. And, that's, and that's kind of the mindset, I think, um, yeah. that you have is something's always going to be better than nothing. Yeah, just yeah. do a little bit more. Just a little bit more than what you did the day before. And like, that's yeah. why you've been and the, so successful yeah. And, yeah. and consistent. The cool thing is to see, you know, we try to preach like the simple and on the surface and like, think about it. It could be so easy for you to yeah, go to work and go home and, and you have tons of stuff to keep you occupied. Yeah, there's plenty. And, but then the difference of, then you do that for 20 years, yeah, 30 years. And then the difference of now you, and like I had a little post today, hey, like resistance train two to four times a week, get six plus thousand steps and focus on high satiety foods. And then you look like, and it's work, right? But then it becomes habit and you choose to, it eventually becomes choice because it's worth it. But yeah, now look, you strength train two to four times a week. You make sure you get, you know, at least 6,000 plus steps. And then you compound, say, and you do that for the next 20 years. That version of you in 20 years that's done all those things over those 20 years, those simple getting those steps, getting that strength training, it's so, there's so many benefits, yeah. you know? And it's exciting to see because that's what motivates us to do it. Yeah. Is, and, uh, and then to see like, no, this is, this is, this is it. This is, this is it, right? And people are doing it and, and then you're excited and you choose it and it's part of your life, right? And then you, you couldn't imagine not doing it. Right. Um, like these are just the things I can control. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like for some people, like your health isn't something that is, for some people, the health yeah, conditions you have, gen, gen, yeah. there are things you can do to control them. For me, I, they're going to take their own course. Yeah, they're kind I, of at the whim of what's going yeah. on exactly. in some ways. So if I can work out, mm -hmm. if I can build my endurance and strengthen mm -hmm. like my lungs or other things yep. like that, then I just feel like Once, that is what's yeah. making the difference for me. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's my why. Yeah. That's why I do that. Yeah. So, so in a I way, do be do healthier. Having some of those conditions that you really had no control over, do you think in a, in a way were helpful in the sense that they did give you that mindset of like, you know what, Absolutely. I ha how can I deal with this? I can't control this. What can I control? Right. And then you take that more seriously. Mm -hmm. Because um, at the clinic where I go to, I know one of my doctors one time said that somebody was trying to cure themselves with exercise. And I was like, hmm, I never <laughs> really thought about it like that. But I get yeah. it. Like I get what they're mentally doing. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. just trying to strengthen their body mm -hmm. so that they can live a longer life and yeah. like that's yeah. that's Give it. it the like best chance that it that's has what i can do mm -hmm. what i can do is statistically speaking for somebody who has cystic fibrosis your lung function will decline two percent every year yeah so. and for me i've been i get probably attributing to workout and stuff like that i have been steady for probably at the same number mm -hmm. for probably the last 10 years. Yep, that's so great. I, that's what motivates mm -hmm. me to come. Like I want to be as healthy as I can. Yeah. I want to be able to push myself, but yeah. I also, you know, I think a couple podcasts ago, you guys were talking about, um, do, would you be happy if you could only do what you do now mm -hmm. for and the next 10 years or yeah. for the rest of your life? And yeah, I would like, that would be awesome mm -hmm. for me. Like, I mean, I'm sure I could push myself to do more yeah. and that's cool, but I'm happy where I'm at. I feel like I've gained a lot of strength in yeah. the four years that mm -hmm. I've come. Oh, I remember like what I was at the time and what I am now. And that's that 
I've seen strengths mm-hmm. in myself and that makes me happy and mm-hmm. I'd be happy to just be able to do that forever. If my health can stay the same, that's cool for yeah. me. You know, it's yeah. just being able to come and even if at some point it becomes two times a week, if you can just do the same thing and maintain, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, when you do it long enough, that's kind of what it turns into, mm-hmm. you know, you'll see little, little improvements here and there, but you're not going to see that jump that you did in your first mm-hmm. two years of, yeah. of working out. Yeah. It just, it doesn't work that way. Right. So it's just being able to, you know, sometimes, especially as we get into our 50s and 60s and 70s, just maintaining as best we can yeah. is the victory. Yeah. And even in a general sense, like you talked about, that's really what's happening is there's going to be a decline physically, right? Oh, and yeah. You, you want it, if you can make it as small as possible, that's mm-hmm. that's the true. Um, that's the win. That's, that's what you're doing. So, and, and the reality is I was chatting with someone uh, that I met at the thing recently and you eventually get you realize that some stuff becomes more risky right when yeah when you get to your 60s and 70s now like falling can become a risk right because then if you fall and break your hip and have to have surgery now you have to survive the surgery right and then yeah so should you be doing you know a bunch of box jumps and in like uh obstacle course racing you know in your 60s you know and yeah so you know, some people that may be their thing and they never want to give it up, which is great, but you have to kind of, you know, you're going to do, make different decisions from when you're 25 or 65, yeah. right? So Always. at some point it's helpful to kind of like accept that, you know, yeah. and then, Hey, what can I do? And then push that to your, to your limit and then make sure that you're not doing anything, um, to leave yourself worse off. So, yeah. and then the sad thing is, and what, hopefully most people realize is like doing nothing. That's the thing too. Like you don't want to, the answer is not, well, I won't take any risk, you right. know? So, cause doing nothing, you, you end up in a, in a worse place. Yeah. Yeah. So, you gotta do, you gotta do something. Yeah. yeah. And that's why, balancing. Yeah. I mean, what can it you, is. Is, what can you do? And let's just try to push that mm-hmm. because I'm sure, you know, yeah. 60 years old, you might not be dragging a sled. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's something else that you can do. Mm-hmm. that's yep. beneficial air for bike. you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Which nobody wants to <laughs> do. She's trying, yeah. She's like, let's find a way to get out of the air bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a yeah. skier kind of girl. Yeah. I need to get out of the skier. Well, that's what's great about it. Yeah. Everybody loves the rower. Yeah. Everybody. Rower. Yeah. There's like two people that love the air bike. Yeah. Yeah. This no. bunch of sickos. And right. that's what's great about resistance training is it's super scalable. It's yes. something you can always do. The yep. injury rates are very, very, very low yeah. in, unless you're, you know, your ego gets in the way. And that's something yeah, people can do. And you can purposely go through all your ranges of motion and everything like that. So yeah. and then yeah, like you just mentioned, yeah, then things there's and this is kind of how we coach and program at the gym we try to do lower impact stuff because tons of jumping tons of running can you know it's impact on your knees and joints Mm -hmm. so and then consider are there a lot of people that are at a point they don't need to be doing that yeah i mean it's a good ability to have you know 20s 30s whatever but if you got you know Mm -hmm. broken down knees and you got a back problem well doing a whole workout full of jumping is not going to serve that yeah. person but then you want to get your rocks off and get your heart rate you know to its peak well you can hop on the air bike or a rower. You know, the rower and, and push it and not much can go wrong really yeah. So. Yeah, i mean they're they're overall pretty foolproof which is why yeah. i like them and that like you know you don't have to worry so yeah. much about somebody doing it yeah and that's our job with clients right we want right. you to be coming and if you get hurt and can't do anything well, now all all the stuff we're just talking about goes kaput, right? Yep. So that's where it's like weighing pros and cons of certain exercises. So, um, yeah. Which yeah, I think 
Um, the coaches are really good at if you can't do something, mm-hmm. they modify it for you so that you can be able to do something. Because I have had to work through an injury. Mm-hmm. I had a mm-hmm. pinched nerve in my neck. And so that limited what I could be lifting like overhead mm-hmm. or even like lateral movements. But there were other things that were recommended mm-hmm. and I just tried to do those. Yeah. And then as, you know, and that also is like a, a mind thing to get over, like that hurdle of like, mm-hmm. okay, I do nothing. Instead the, the fact of like, okay, well, I used to be able to dumbbell mm. bench press this. Mm-hmm. And then I had this injury and I wasn't able to do that. And so it goes down significantly. Yeah. It goes down really fast. Like yeah. for yeah. the amount of time it that it takes you to build up, <laughs> it, it yeah. is like yeah. not actually, it just falls it's off not, the yeah. lift. It's not fair. It only takes like two or three weeks. Yeah. yeah. And so I noticed that when I um, had done that before that I used to be able to like dumbbell bench 35 40 and then I was starting back at like 2025 and it's like man like Mm -hmm. really but I mean it it comes back it does it it comes back slowly but it comes back and (laughs) you you know you guys help modify the things that we can do so that it's not just a well I'm not going to come at all Mm -hmm. like I'm I'm gonna come because that's what that's my routine that's what I like but we can modify Mm -hmm. that to what you can do for the time make some progress right yeah yeah and that's yeah that's the game what is your favorite exercise at the gym mm, probably dumbbell bench press i already knew, <laughs> I already, I already knew man. Did, did you go to the christmas party no no so at the christmas party we played like we had everyone vote and we did like stuff like that and that was the winner by far is it yeah. oh i, I, I could have told you that <laughs> was what's the winner really? what's your least favorite um ooh, a least favorite I have two um, on my head. It's going to be one of them. Okay. Um, I would probably say the, um, I don't know, it, the hip thrust when you put the bar mm-hmm. over. Uh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Is that just because it's uncomfortable? Yeah, it's uncomfortable yeah. and I yeah. can never position yeah. the thing yeah. the right way. That's like the <laughs> worst part about those is like, there's still uh, a weight just yeah. crushing your hips and yeah. everything down there. I wish so. we had more space. To get hip and, thrust machines, and we could get oh my God. hip oh. thrust machines. They're so much more, comfortable. so much more comfortable. Oh, but then, but that's perfect. all they do, right? So, oh, like so logistically, it's like you have these four yeah. things that can only, only be done one for thing. one thing. They and usually, you can't move them. there's a belt, so you know you have yeah. a, a belt that's like this wide that goes across your hips. Mm-hmm. That's way more comfortable yeah. to load. Now, at a certain point, like you're doing like four or five hundred pounds, still there's still four <laughs> or five hundred pounds <laughs> pressing on your yeah. hips, but it's way more comfortable than a bar with a pad. Yeah. So yeah, so I would have said that. What would you have said? What, what I were thought you. Were, I thought you were gonna say split squats. Mm. Yeah, those are challenging. But then sometimes, like I said, if you make it a competition, so like yeah. I push myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I did the blue dumbbell last week, or the kettlebell last week. Can I do the yellow this mm-hmm. week, or something like that? Mm-hmm. But they're they're challenging. They are. They're definitely challenging. And they usually don't sure. feel that good when you do them. Like they they yeah. are. It's systemically, they're really rough. So I would say the other one. No, I think is um, <clears throat> when you are, um, it's like a, the skater squat, mm-hmm. you know, when you go down to the, the yoga block, because mm-hmm. I can't ever focus. Um, and so I'm always like wobbly. <laughs> no, I mean, th- those are, <laughs> yeah. those are a lot, like even more challenging than I think, think people realize because you literally are on one foot and you're having to, because on a split squat, you have a foot in the back and that, right, you're you know, that gives, you a, that gives you balance. But on this, it's truly like, hey, I got one leg that needs to perform and it's a very advanced move. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's very, very, very challenging. And it takes a lot of focus and 
Um, yeah. So you spend that. half the time. You only have seven minutes in your station. Trying to you balance. You spend about three and a half trying to balance. Exactly. And look wobbly all over the place. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're tough. Um, so one thing, and I want to know if this is how you've always been, but you're like a big goal setter. I am a goal setter, yes. Like, have you always been? Yes. A, like, so from when you were younger, yes. you always like, so, so what... Do you set, like, yearly goals? Yes. Do you go, like, yearly, monthly, weekly? Do you break it down? Um, or is it more no, I have this overarching goal and this is what it takes to get there? Sometimes. I remember being, like, a little kid and setting goals like that. Mm. Like, just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't like, set goals till I was, like, 29. She was listening to Tony Robbins <laughs> on, <laughs> on cassette. My dad helped me do that. He's like, you know, I, I think he was a very goal-driven person. Yeah. So I remember being, like, high school age and, try like, getting all A's or something you know Mm -hmm. they were like you know Mm -hmm. age appropriate yeah Yeah. you know stuff like that (laughs) but (laughs) make a make a hundred K this year (laughs) make a hundred (laughs) K and bench press this and be 20 120 pounds yeah um so then as I just kind of got older then I kind of um kept that mindset Mm -hmm. and like would do that throughout like college or you know things like that so when I, I don't know, different times I do diff, try to do different things. So mm-hmm. career, sometimes I'll have like a career one mm-hmm. that yeah, I, I really you me about wanted that. to do that. Um, is your husband like that? Or is, are y'all like different opposites? <sighs> I, th- I, I would say that he is, but I would say it's more yeah. me. Yeah. I'm usually the one who's like, I want to accomplish yeah. this mm-hmm. or I want to accomplish that. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of like set like, like yearly ones, but then maybe like smaller ones. Mm-hmm. So like last year, um, one of my, like a professional goal, um, cause I'm a pharmacist mm-hmm. and I work in a hospital. So it was to get board certified in, um, critical care, which mm-hmm. is like a big test that you can take and you just get certification in other areas. Mm-hmm. So they could just be general areas. It could be like oncology. It could be other stuff. My passion's critical care. So I studied in, studied and studied and studied and passed that test. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was yeah. like a year, I, I a year that, process yeah. for that. So sometimes they're not always like quick mm-hmm. instant gratification goals. Yeah. Sometimes they're like longer term mm-hmm. goals. And then like gym goals were more like the come mm-hmm. uh, 12 times a month, every month. Um, yeah. It was like dumbbell bench 40 and trap bar deadlift mm-hmm. 200, like little things mm-hmm. like that. So then building upon those, it was kind of the same thing for mm-hmm. for this year, but like increased weights or yeah. other things like that. So, in- yeah, that's kind of just me. That's always been my mindset mm-hmm. to to develop like goals. And sometimes I don't always know. Sometimes it takes time for those to come to fruition. Like, what do I really want to work on? What am yeah. I really yeah. feeling like passionate about yeah. at, the, at the time? Yeah. But, yeah, I kind of always been like that <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to see and you realize you know and i'll read a lot of this stuff with habit formation all that like really a lot of things that make you successful are like people dwell on like um you know all the obvious stuff right like i need to be good at it's really like no you need to have a growth mindset you need to plan yeah. you need to set goals yeah. and i talk about a lot of that stuff in my you know emails and everything but then when you really see like as we dig deeper with you you see like those are the um, kind of cornerstones to your success, right? And that's all, it's all mental. It's mm-hmm. all mental. Mm-hmm. Like anyone Definitely. can do that. Um, so it's, it's having that. One thing I'm curious about for one, what uh, college did you go to? Was it, I went to Radford University. Radford. And mm-hmm. then in what position did you play in softball? I was second base and catcher. 
Catcher. Yeah. Woo. I know I couldn't get my girls. I couldn't convince them. One no, just couldn't handle, the, <laughs> one couldn't handle the being hot. Yeah. And the other it, one gets hurt too much. Being yeah. catcher is like rough. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was it's younger, like I, I briefly tried catcher and I was like, man, this blows. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I'd rather play shortstop, man. <laughs> catcher is not for me. I just always wanted to be like in action. I wanted okay. a part of it like yeah. every time. So, I mean. It's a perfect spot. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. I loved it. I can't say that I didn't have, you know, a few broken fingers or, yeah, you know, whatever. injuries here and there. You, you still know, have whatever. your fingers. You're good. Yeah, they work, right? Yeah. They work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're good. good. And the one's good. not like bent sideways. <laughs> yeah, you got the sideways yeah. finger. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't God. have the sideways finger, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that w- those were the main ones that I played. So I just enjoyed those, always being in action. So I went to Radford University and then spent four years there. And then I went to pharmacy school in Richmond at um, MCV. Mm-hmm. So. Dang. Mm. How long is pharmacy school? It was four years. Four years, okay. That's mm-hmm. what I expected. Yeah. yeah. So, that's so. It. so then with four years of your undergrad mm-hmm. at Radford, mm-hmm. eight years. Four years there, there mm-hmm. so eight then years. Course, and yeah, then so eight years there. Were you like eight a total. straight A student in no, high school? No, 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 no. So in, in high school, I did very well. I'd get like uh, A's. I had, mm-hmm. of course, like a few B's. But um, then college came, and that was more like, woohoo, free time. <laughs> and so Freedom. Yeah. Freedom. Especially out in Radford. Uh, yeah, Radford. <laughs> Ooh, boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a party school. Not at all. it was four fun years yeah good (laughs) um but so there i mean i i did well i'm not gonna say i mean calculus threw me for a little bit there so i got some (sighs) got some c's in that i know right i'm like why do i need three years of calculus (laughs) calculus i took in high school and i regret it um (laughs) i think i got tricked into taking it and i is the only i got a d oof and, like, I've always mm-hmm. been a straight-A student, mm-hmm. and I got mm-hmm. a D in that class, mm-hmm. and I think it's, like, I would have failed. Yeah. Yeah. My teacher, oh, like, yeah. I think he just really liked me, and he was like, ah, I'm just not going to mm. fail this kid. And so I got a D in that class. That was rough. See, the nice thing about college is that once you get, like, going a little bit, and then you feel like, oof, this is not working mm-hmm. out, you just be like, oh, I need to drop this class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drop yeah. because my parents are going to kill me when they see the grade that's about ready to come <laughs> I out. I had a couple of those, so. <laughs> and I should have dropped them, and I didn't, but. <laughs> yeah, so I had, I had to do that um, a couple times. So, no, I wasn't, like, straight A's or anything, like, in college. And the yeah. same thing with, like, pharmacy school. I was just, you know, an yeah. average yeah. student. I made it I made it through, but I wasn't, that, like. That's really you know all you need to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, now, look, at you got a great job. Yeah. You're killing it. Yeah. Like I even read a thing recently where a lot of these big companies, they actually – prefer the students that aren't straight a students yeah because a lot of times the those kids end up like they're just really good at being students and Mm -hmm. they get really attached and like that's their goal Mm -hmm. but then they struggle with some of the social stuff and all that Mm -hmm. whereas they specifically the article was talking about they look for people who get like a's in whatever they're interest really interested in and then they can maintain the others you know b's or c's because that's kind of actually how the real world works yeah. you know yeah. it is you need to kind of prioritize and then that tr- those uh students would translate better to the jobs and yeah, to a work environment yeah that makes sense because so yeah, not everything is you're going to be good at mm-hmm. everything within. Yeah. yeah there are certainly even within like pharmacy i mean that's mm-hmm. what i do but there are certain areas that I need a little bit more yeah. practice in. I mm-hmm. don't do them all the time. You know, I can with a little bit of reading and stuff like that, but that's not my passion. So mm-hmm. I would need a little bit of extra time on that. Kind yeah. of Which stuff. Is, Where some of my colleagues, anything. their passion is not my passion. Mm-hmm. They're good at that. So it just, you know, yeah. but I wasn't like a straight A student there, but I 
knew what I liked and did well in those things, but enough, like you mm-hmm. said, in the other areas that I was able to like maintain. Yeah. That's grades. how we have it at the gym. I mean, if you think about like all of us do have a little bit of a specialization and that like, you know, Diego and Julia, they do all of our nutrition coaching. Ben is kind of the movement master mm-hmm. and not that any of us have a detriment in these areas, but like one person is going to be a little bit better at it than the others. And I think that that like, you know, it, it rounds out the whole, Right. the whole team really mm-hmm. well because um, you can't be good at everything there's just no way to be a you know master of everything yeah. you know because you know you're basically a jack of all trades master of none right. i would rather have a team that's good at their own respective things that you know round it out yeah. so and just knowing the resources like okay every mm-hmm. Are, mm-hmm. you're you really want to focus on nutrition cool no problem diego and julia they got you that's exactly that's yeah. this is where to go right and I think with any profession, I'm sure with, with you, like yeah. if you have an area where you need to consult somebody, you know who that person is and they can help you out and, and make mm-hmm. sure that you have the information. I you do. Yeah. I definitely call on colleagues all day like, okay, yeah. help me out with this. Like this is what's happening. Help me out with this because this isn't my strong suit. Mm-hmm. But then they'll know like, okay, well, I'm going to call you for X, Y, and Z. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's just how just, it should be. Yeah. Mm. Well, so and one last thing I'm interested in is – do you ever get stuck in the James River Bridge opening? Is that? Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> did, now, do, do they? Have, is it the same time every day, or does it just change? It just based, changes. Based just probably the there's just some guy that's just, just like, yeah. you know what? Let's yeah. just do it at seven today. No. <laughs> just yeah. So sometimes I'll, I know, like not too long ago, there was one, and I'm like, okay, I gotta get to the mm-hmm. gym. I'm gonna get there at like. Um, for whichever class is it, it's six o'clock class. You know, I gotta get here for that class. I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna leave my house mm-hmm. this early. And then I get to the bridge and I'm like, seriously, you've got to be freaking <laughs> kidding me. You have got to be freaking kidding me. I'm like, okay, so I sit there cause it never is like, uh, the lift is never mm-hmm. five minutes, okay? No. It is never just a hurry up, get yeah. your sailboat through and no, 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 no not nope. at all. So I'm like, the time's ticking away and I'm like, I'm getting mm. really angry. I'm getting real angry. Now I'm gonna have to it's, go to the 645 yep. class and I'm gonna have 15 minutes to get ready for work. <laughs> Yeah, there goes it's the gonna day. be. It's yeah. gonna be one of those days. Mm-hmm. All right, but I made it into the gym. I was happy with that. But yeah, sometimes on the dime you gotta flip, and you're like, yeah, the James River mm-hmm. Bridge. Oh my god! And even and it doesn't even matter. Sometimes I've come home in the evening too, and you're like, seriously, it's six thirty in the evening. <laughs> now yeah. there's another lift. What? What? Comp- and then you look, and it like is this dinky little boat. And yeah, yeah. You're like, did you need to lift that thing yeah. up? Did you need to lift that thing hey, up? Someone's paddling. The yeah, boat. they're just rowing. It's a canoe, a <laughs> oh kayak, like kayak. on an inner tube. Yeah. Just, like That's yeah. Odd. So I definitely yes, the James River Bridge. <sighs> what a pain! Well, it is a pain, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna need more scheduled times. Like, can you just make this a scheduled? Yeah, time can you so play, that can, I know? can you make a spreadsheet for me yeah. so I can work around this? <laughs> there was the little bridge going into Great Bridge mm-hmm. back when I used to train out yes. at uh, at your gym, and dude. The worst times. Like, I would be, like, 15 minutes early for a client, and I got to sit at that stupid bridge for a boat to go through, and it's like, I'm going to be freaking late. Mm -hmm. And it's just the most inconvenient times those things would go up. And I just just never... I would have to go through the M&M tunnel, Mm first tunnel, and then the little great bridge. And some days you end up hitting both. You hit both? Oh, God. And you're just like... What it's are you going to do? Yeah. Just it's going to be one of those days. Just <laughs> try not to and you know, it's funny. I, and I did that for four years. And then I had OD, went to ODU mm-hmm. for like four years. And, you know, so HRBT. And I spent so much time in a car. I was like, you know, that's why I eventually I sold, sold those gyms and then did Coastal and lived right next to it. And now and it's funny because I have so little drive time now. Oh, yeah. And I had to go somewhere to the day where I had to drive. 
And I was like, oh, I, I, I miss driving, right? <laughs> like, I was like, I need to, you know, just go drive, drive yeah. around. I, I, I got to go get my time so, in. Yeah. So it's a perfect example of like how too much or not enough. You, you know, know like, it's funny, man. Um, like I did, and I did the Virginia Beach to Newport News commute for what was it? Probably at three least years. two or three years. It, yeah. it was about three years that I did it to the gym, which. You know, like, I'm lucky I had a job that I really love because that commute was just not fun. But now, like, I could drive an hour away and it's literally, like, I don't even care. Nothing yeah. to me. Like, it's not even a thought that, like, oh, this is such a long drive. Mm -hmm. After doing that for so long, like, I'll drive anywhere. An hour is literally just, like, like mm -hmm. we'll go get coffee an hour away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't even phase me. Whereas some people are like, oh, I got to drive 25 minutes to this place. Mm -hmm. like, man. Yeah. They must not have long commutes. Exactly. Yeah. You must, yeah, yeah. You must yeah. be like, Gary, you got to drive two minutes to <laughs> two work. Minutes. Yeah. So, I yeah. do get stuck. I do get stuck at yep. the bridge. And, yeah. she and she still makes it. And I still try to make yeah. it. <laughs> well, I used to, you would look and I would see the M&M was backed up. So I would try to go to the James River. And then that, that would be backed up. And that one was always worse if it yep. was. So, but that's part of living in the area. When yeah. I when I was out in Los Angeles for two years, you and know, you walked everywhere. Well, I walked everywhere, and people would always talk about traffic, you know, in mm -hmm. LA. But I, you know, and we got stuck in some traffic and had to do stuff. But I still stand on the Hampton Roads traffic is worse because um, we have all the tunnels and bridges and stuff, and you know, out there is more just like volume. There's so much volume. Yeah, so many people. But you're kind of moving, you know. It's just yeah, same. You you have to it takes forty minutes to go seven miles but like here it's like it's almost worse because you could be smooth sailing yeah and then and then, and then another day you could be where like you'd stop not moving yep. for an hour and a half so yeah and it backs up so much so if mm -hmm. there's like a accident in the tunnel or there's a lift or something like that the traffic just compounds and oh it just stacks it just stacks and yeah. then you're just sitting there and then the time's ticking by and you're like okay i'm gonna be this minute and minute okay <laughs> should i even go to work today yeah. i mean yeah. i'm gonna be like two we, hours we late. had one of the dudes at the gym he, he was going to play golf in virginia beach on saturday great day he was like man i'm gonna go like, tea times mm. at like eight o'clock he didn't that obx traffic he, man he, so he yeah. hit the, he hit the tunnel tunnel was completely blocked and he was like I'm like, there's no way I'm going to make this. And so he came and worked out and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which like SmackDown versus golf are two completely different things. But mm -hmm. like, hey, he got it in and I respect yeah. it. So yeah, that was that's a mm. hard choice to make, yeah. man. Hampton Roads traffic's no joke, man. <laughs> it's not. So yeah, Lindsay, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, that was uh, fun. Sharing some insights and your stories. Now you're probably going to feel a lot of pressure, right? I know. <laughs> yeah. now, now she's going to be like, I got I to come. I now you got to come. I, gotta come, come I can't <laughs> not ever not come 12, right? The whole world is going to be. You know what? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not worried about her. Mm. Yeah. Every podcast, we should do an update. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> this is where she's at. And, uh, like a scoreboard. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God. Tracker. She's four workouts behind, and there's only three <laughs> days is left she, in the week. Is she going to make it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Can you play the Rocky music, though, while yeah. you're doing it? Yeah. You know what? You could probably start a little YouTube channel, too, with a dash cam, and yeah. people be like, look, she's... She's stuck in traffic. She's stuck at the JRP. Oh, my gosh. There's only it. one class left today. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of where we're at, though, with the world. Like, it is. Did you, have you seen that show, uh, Jury Duty? Okay, so I saw it pop up, and I saw it recommended, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, so we watched it. You have to know what uh, it's about, though. So okay. it is they – Jury Duty. So it's like a court case. Naturally. And – Everyone, it's almost too themed in like the style of the office. Well, it's the okay. same people that did Parks and Rec. Yeah, but here's the thing. Everyone's an actor except for one person. On the jury? Mm-hmm. He thinks it's real. 
but but everyone's an actor. The core ca- it's all they're all actors, and and they didn't expect it to be successful, but they think it is because yeah. Think about now, you can pull up TikTok or whatever, and you just can watch someone doing something mundane, right? Mm-hmm. Like sitting in traffic and yeah, like it. And so they then you know that all these actors are basically it's a high wire act. Like it's like don't blow it. They're all basically in a way ad libbing. Yeah, and I think Woo! when you That's know crazy. that and you're watching, you're it makes it even more like, edge. And thing that stinks is. I don't know. They can't do a second season. Like, yeah. And the way they did it was they basically said, hey, um, they put out an ad for we're going to do a documentary on the legal system and how this works. And they got like, you know, 1,500 applications, right? And then they kind of picked this dude out. But he thinks that, yeah, they're all just there on a, re- on a real life jury duty documentary. So that's why, you know, the camera. But they're, but they're all actors. And Wire. it's fascinating. They're all improv, really they're all improv actors that you never know, except then one of them is... Um, I saw one James guy. James Mar- Marston. Mar- oh, Marstead. Yeah, yeah. And was, I think he recognized him. Well, and he is himself in the show. Oh, okay. But he plays a super entitled version of himself, which he said was hard because, I mean, he was basically easy to hate. You know, he was yeah. kind of like an entitled Hollywood actor. and But uh, it, was, it was wild. It was so f- And you just watched this guy's face. It was crazy. God, now we're, I really, I'm going to watch yeah, this Yeah, we plowed through it in like yeah. two, three days. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Um... But then the thing, too, in the James Marsden, they didn't want it to be, like, a joke on this guy, to, like, an embarrassing thing. Yeah, it wasn't, it's, like, a prank on were, him. Yeah, they actually literally had stuff staged, too, to kind of make him become, uh, like, a hero of sorts. You know, so, like, uh, somehow he would get appointed in kind of, like, leadership roles and, like, crazy things would happen and to where and see how he handled it. And, um, yeah. <laughs> That's Did they like do like an exit interview with him to figure yep. out how? Oh, they have a whole episode. Like at the end, oh. was he like okay, really good. Was oh, he mad? Yeah. Was he like? Yeah, that's what I, I got nervous when I knew yeah, it was about to end. Is this dude going to flip? Like, is he going to um, go crazy? Right? And now I'm, I'm yeah. intrigued to watch the whole now. last episode is them. And then, but the thing is, he he didn't. Which I, I, you can imagine how it warped his brain is. And I read a thing even afterwards. He he struggled with paranoia a little bit. Really? He, I mean, yeah, he thought maybe like it's still not over and stuff. <laughs> and they, he, it's like yeah. a Truman Show, man. Yeah, that's. And Wild. just, he didn't really, everyone was an actor, right? So, like, the court cop lady, he's like, you got, you know, actor, right? The, when they went to a restaurant. Yeah, you got trust issues um, the rest of your life. Yeah, when they went to like, a restaurant. Like, is this another thing? Am, <laughs> I a, am I on a show Trauma. again? Yeah, and that's where he said he was, like, two weeks later, like, one random person that, during that event, because it was three weeks, they sequestered the jury for three weeks. Um, so they were lit in a hotel without their phones and like going out to restaurants, and, but they would always, everything would be staged. So he would be like, oh, was that person an actor? Was that person, you know, like. That's got to really that's, mess with yeah, you though. Like definitely. you need to see a therapist. That's what I was thinking too. Do you have like PTSD? Yeah. 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 From I, like, I was on this show. I know. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. And um, all those other 1,499 people that submitted their application are like. Yeah. I yeah. dodged a freaking yeah. bullet. Price is averted. Yeah. <laughs> when you. S- Get introduced to the guy and see how he is, though. You'll know why, like, they picked him. It yeah. was it was obvious because he was, like, the perfect blend of he was nice, he was smart, he was a little bit naive. Um, yeah. So, Damn. Uh, check it out. Good, because I don't have a show to watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was on, like, we found it on Amazon, and it was on, like, Freebie or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, it's, like, their, yeah, free with ads so, type channel. Yeah. But it's a, it's a high-wire act because you're, like, how? And I don't it's, know it's if going to be able to handle it. Yeah, she's gonna have it super excited. She's her and stressful TV, yeah. man. She can't handle it. So I live for it. All right, so check that out, and we'll yep. yeah, we'll see if um, we can get you a coastal reality show. There we All go. All right, <laughs> got a little dash cam. Get everybody yeah. sweating. Right. I'm sure my life will intrigue them. <laughs> How many times a week yeah. does she stop at Food Line? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you might be surprised. But cool. Well, 
if you want, um, yeah, give, give us feedback. Let, let us know. Uh, any questions too? We'll have some more guests lined up, mm -hmm. and more members, more, more members. coaches. It'll be good. So, let us know. Let us know if you're a gym member. Let us know who you want to hear. Yeah, everyone probably wants Debbie on. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a good one. <laughs> Debbie Tron. Debbie Tron. So we appreciate you for listening. Yep, we'll see you next time. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.